Welcome to Live Your List. Allow myself to introduce myself. I'm Jared Murray, your host today, and across from me is my sidekick, Ryan Eller. You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. It's not about condemnation, it's about implementation. I work hard for this. I want you to know that. How much are you willing to hustle? Am I right, Ryan Eller? You gotta, you gotta flex that hustle muscle. Well, I'm not going to, ever. Even if there's a fire. Well, actually, it fires me up. I just got fired up with that. For I have the pride, the privilege, nay, the pleasure of introducing to you your hosts, Jared Murr and Ryan Eller. Yeah! Ladies and gentlemen, we are back at it, but we're not finished. We are still talking about delegation because it's that imperative. We thought about scrapping it, but we got more to say, so let's just say it. How about this curveball opening song? You see this one coming? I did not. I, is that uh, that's the Harlem Globetrotters yes, song, sir. right? Yes, sir. Name that tune. Name that tune. Oh, I know it. You guys, it's Sweet Georgia Brown, man. Yes, sir. Sweet Georgia Brown. Can you whistle like this? I'd be not curious bad. Bad. where this ranks on the most famous whistling songs. It's pretty high up there. <laughs> Once again, very specific niche. The Andy Best. Griffith. Theme song Andrew number theme one, song, right? Very good. Uh, yeah, it's got to be. Number it's got to be number one. We'll see if Kyle find us that list. Yeah, top whistling songs. This has got to be up there. Speaking of list, Ryan, the last couple of episodes have. I'm going to throw you a curveball. They've been pretty heavy. We got into it about delegation. We're still on delegation, by the way, because hopefully, we hopefully we're bringing it to a point where it's applicable to all of us. Because whether you are, whether you own your own business, you're a solo entrepreneur, you are, you're doing something on the side, you're trying to accomplish your dream, whatever you're doing to try to live your list, just in your day job, or whether it's your church or community or a nonprofit group, whatever. Whatever it is that you're passionate about, we believe that you should delegate more and you should be a delegator. And that's about empowerment. And I'd like to bring it to a really positive point today where it applies to everybody. So I want to do something fun, man. And you do something fun? Well, the Globetrotters, they're obviously fun. Obviously fun. By the way, rest in peace, Metalark Lemon. Uh, died just a few weeks ago. Aww. Don't know if you knew that. I met Aww, Metal you said let's Lemon. do fun. And then, well, Aww. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I do want to do something fun. So give me some sort of sports list. I want to play. You want to you play 11 11? Uh, if you got one. Let's do it. It's time for 11 11. Make a list. All right. I'm Googling it right now. Okay, you came up with one though, right? I can't. I just okay. came up with one. Yeah, you said you said basketball themed. I thought I, I kind of knew where you were going with this. That's how in tune we are. That's right. And you did a good job of delegating this responsibility over to me. Thank you. So these are you. NBA All Star Weekend. You know, NBA yes. All Star Weekend are Oklahoma City Thunder players Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook should have been Nick Collison, even though he's not playing, but like three minutes a game. But I don't care. I don't care. NBA All Star should have been voted. Should have been. I I don't know how many times I personally. Voted for Nick Collison. Yeah. Obviously, it wasn't enough. Every vote counts. But kind of disappointed, Live Your List Nation, for not making this happen. It's okay. But what's the list? List is the NBA players with the most NBA All Star Game Ooh. appearances. Ooh. Most NBA All Star right Game appearances. Alley. All right, now, you ready okay, to go? Let's go. Now, okay, just show my excellence. Uh, we're talking ABA plus NBA or just NBA? That's a great question. Uh, NBA. Just NBA. Okay, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Number one, Jared. Number one, 19, in case Ooh, you're wondering. 19 wow. All-Star Game appearances. Uh, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. He's uh, uh, number six. Oh, number six. Wow. Well, okay. you know why. Uh, longevity. Missed three missed years. three years in the middle. Uh, he still wouldn't be number one. Kobe Bryant. Uh, Kobe, number two with 18. 
Okay. Michael had 14, by the way. He would have had 17 if he'd have played those three years. Oh, my goodness. You've okay. got three. How about somebody like uh, Carl Malone? Carl Malone, right there, tied with Michael Jordan, 14. Tied for number five. Uh, okay, same vein. John Stockton? John Stockton. No, okay. I'm sorry. Right, I'm so, That's really half. disappointing. Okay. I know it is disappointing. Um, uh, okay, how about Charles Barkley? No, he's not. No, he has 11. Okay. Oh, 11. That's still pretty good. Um, okay. Woo. Uh, okay, I'm going to go old school. Wilt Chamberlain? Will Chamberlain with 13. Thir- yes, okay, sir. Uh, Jerry West? Jerry West with 14. Uh, okay. Um, you're missing number two. Oh, you got two. You said Kobe, yeah, right? I said Kobe. So you're missing the, the Tim three Duncan. people Tim who are tied for three. Tim Duncan, Tim Duncan is tied for third. Mad, uh, Magic? Magic, no. no. Okay. Didn't play long enough. He has 12, I, yeah. actually. He has 12. Ooh, 12. Gosh, you have to have 13 though. to make this list, by the way. 13 to make the list. That helps me out. Is somebody old like George Mikan? Uh, no, okay. no, sorry, sorry. Do you want me? Big when O. You want to start Oscar giving me Robertson. Hints? Oscar Robertson. No, I'm sorry. When do you want to start giving me hints? Right now, I'm gonna yeah, give you some give hints. You're missing one, two, three active players. Oh, seriously? Good grief! Think about it. Think about it. You said Tim Duncan and Kobe Bryant. Of course. Think uh, about it. Three. Paul Pierce. No, but in that vein. Kevin Garnett. Kevin Garnett oh, tied. Wow. Yep, okay. tied for third wow, with 15 that? appearances with Kobe Whoa, and, or with Tim. I Kobe. I would not have guessed that. Tim, obviously. Kevin, and one other player, recent retired, not in the Hall of Fame yet. Certainly, Jason Kidd. Uh, no, but oh. this guy much better. Steve Nash. No, sorry, <sighs> this guy much better, much bigger, still has influence in basketball because he's on the TNT team. Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille what a terrible. That's, I should have gotten Shaquille O'Neal. That's terrible. All right, uh, who am I missing then? Uh, you're missing uh, one active player still. Played forever, the best foreign player ever. Dirk? Dirk. Wow. And then you are missing Bob Cousy and John Havlicek. Oh, two Celtics. Two Celtics, school, 13 years. It's tough. Them. That's a, Honestly, it's a pretty tough list That's because you go, uh, you know, you'd think Magic, could he be in there? Larry Bird, could he be well, in there? Well, I guess Charles, Magic, and those were pretty close. When those weren't in, I didn't go Larry because I was like, he didn't play long enough. No, he didn't play long enough. Pretty he was in stuff, every though. year pretty, pretty much. Pretty fun stuff. You know, I really thought John Stockton would be on there because he was such a good delegator. That's why I thought John Stockton <laughs> would be there. I'm surprised he's not. You want me to see? You want to see how you got how many he got? I'm gonna say John was like eight. He got ten. Ten, ten. every year from 1989 it. to 1997, and that's then you got to get in 2000. That's why friend of the show Nate Pruitt needs to recognize he's greatest greatest point guard of all time, John Stockton. So was that fun to make you feel better? It did make me feel a lot better. We you delegated the responsibility I to did. me to have and some you came fun. Through. And you I came, came through. through big time. You, came you just acknowledged time. that for me. You know, you did, Thank and I appreciate you. it. Well, another segment, Ryan, that's fun. We haven't even got to hear the music, and it may be my new favorite music. Uh, I don't even know what the segment's called. Is it called Bucket List Check-In? What's the new segment? Uh, the Live Your List segment. Live your list. Uh, live your list. Live your list. I don't mm. know where I was going with okay, that. I okay, I don't. Okay. I still love the. I still love us talking at I the end of wish, it. I don't know. I like the first. Let me. Can I hear it one more time? Yes, you can. Live your list. Uh, live your list. Uh, live your list. I don't mm. know where I was going with okay, that. I okay, I don't. Okay. I like just the three. Live your list. Yeah, uh, we'll put it up to. I'll we'll put up list. to live your list I'll nation. Live your list. We'll put it up to live your list nation. Vote. Let us know which one you prefer, Team Eller, Team Murr. Okay. Honestly, That's if fun. you vote Ooh, for Murr, if you fun. vote for Murr, it's a vote against Eller. That's that's kind of how that works out. Vote like that's going to hurt anybody's feelings. Is a Come vote on. against Eller. Okay, so problem. you want to do my check in? Yeah, you want to do my check in? Yeah. Uh, I'm still. I've kind of plateaued on the weight loss, Jared. I'm sitting about two, about two fifteen, two fourteen, which is good. That's really now, good. Now I will man. say you lost like twenty pounds in a month. I'm pretty close. Yeah. So I feel really good about the weight loss. A lot of it's going to be that early water weight loss, and now where's the real work? 
comes in is now. So I will say I was doing really well until many of you saw in the Live Your List group, we booked our biggest contract to date. It was phenomenal. We treat we did a treat yourself. Treat yourself. We treat ourselves to some barbecue. We did barbecue. Ice cream. Ice cream. And later that night, pizza. Fried pickles. <laughs> we did have some fried pickles. What'd you have for dinner for your treat yourself? Did you do anything at home? I treat skipped, yourself? I skipped dinner because I ate so much that day. <laughs> I, I should have. I had one piece of pizza. I was so full. <laughs> I couldn't. The pizza smelled so good. Mm. I wanted to treat the family too. I'm hungry now. Stop talking about pizza. Okay. Bucket list check in. You're doing. Uh, I'm doing pretty well. I still don't have. All right, let me take off my shirt. Can you see the six pack? Do you see the six pack? I do not. Let me clue in the viewers so that my my <laughs> overall 2016 bucket list item to check off is get a six pack. So I'm actively working on that all year long. What about you, Jared? Check in. Uh, I added a new bucket list item. Oh, what is it? Participate in a pickleball tournament. Oh, that's good. We do play pickleball here in the office. I love pickleball now. You found your lost sport. You're the John Stockton of pickleball. You Thank just you need to start much. playing it. I want to check that off with you. Okay. I want to check that off with, with you. Let's make tournament? that happen. Doubles tournament? Live, yes. Live your list nation. You just heard Jared put it out there. Don't let him off the hook. Do not hold him accountable. Okay, do not like let that. off the hook. Ooh. Ask him. I, live your list nation. And we're talking to you, John John Wygant. We're talking to you, Rachel Mayo. We're talking to you guys, Kyle, the intern, that are in there. They're active. Ask Jared every chance you get. You played in that pickleball tournament yet? All right. And I have make not. Sure he plays I have it. not. Can we, can we play the music again on the way out? Yep, on the way out. Live your list. Oh, live your list. Live your list. I don't mm. know where I was going with okay, that. Okay, I don't. Okay. okay. Team Eller. That's now, all we're saying. still talking about Delegate. We are. And we're going to take a quick break because when we get back, I have five costs that you need to evaluate. Five costs that you should evaluate to know when to delegate. Are you trying to live your list, but life keeps getting in the way? Are you trying to be a life changer? but struggle to make those changes in your own life. Launch your life forward in 2016 by attending one or more of the three Launch Out Conferences. Surround yourself with like-minded dreamers who are traveling to Atlanta, St. Louis, and Southern California who will encourage your success. This conference is for you if you're stuck and need to engage your dream, or you can see your plans becoming a reality and need a platform to embark on your dream. Register today at launchout.com and embark on a daring voyage to navigate your dream and live your list. I'm so excited about Launch Out, I can hardly see straight. Uh, Can't can pickleball tournament at Launch Out? Randy Langley. Oh, let's make it happen. Let's make it happen. You let's got Matt Ham there. You oh, got Jer Jared Murrigan's You're Matt Hamm pickleball. Atlanta, April Atlanta. 22nd, 23rd. Still time. If you haven't signed up, sign up. Maybe sign this up. pushes you over the edge. If you've been on the fence, you thought, I don't know. I don't know if I can make it happen. I'm not sure. Maybe. I don't know. Pickleball tournament. Pickleball tournament. If you know what pickleball is, then that's enough enticement right in there. If you don't know what it is, go ahead and Google it up. Google it up. Google it up. Find out what pickleball is, and then come and join me in Atlanta. Even if we don't have an official tournament, I think I could wrangle up a, uh, if, a pickleball set and play a little pickleball. If you can't find a court big enough to play pickleball in, you always have shoe ball as a backup option, also known as the greatest game of all time. 
Yes, so it really is. you have that there. So you said there are five costs, five costs five of costs, yes. when to delegate. Yes. So this really drives the point home. So the first one, you said the, the first, first one. These are five to evaluate. Let's, you need let's to recap. When. Okay, I'm sure. sorry, let's recap the first two episodes. Okay. So the first one, you said. Where to delegate. Where to delegate. Because that's what people think. Oh, I don't have any subordinates. I don't have any employees. I don't have any direct reports. I can't delegate. Yes, you can. First one is hire it out. Hi-o. Hi-o. Hire it out. That's a form of delegation. Someone you can support another person's business by doing that, and it's often worthwhile. There's a reason they're providing value to you. Number two, hustle swap. Some other entrepreneur, another dreamer, a builder, someone out there who's doing something that obviously it's their passion, it's their dream. They love it. Connect with them and hustle swap, barter materials, barter services, and make it happen. Delegate that opportunity to someone else. And number three, an up and comer. We've all been there. We've all been an intern at some point in time. We want to make dreams happen. We were pursuing something. Give them the opportunity. Delegate a task to them. Their minor, your minor tasks that you've done a million times, quite possibly, will be new to them and an opportunity for them to learn. How do you learn without the opportunity? How do you get an opportunity without someone giving it to you? That's where delegation is powerful. So that was the where. The next was? The how. And I'll cover these very quickly. Number one, know your worth. Number two, know why you're delegating it. If I am not doing this, I could be doing this. So know your worth, number one. Number two, know why you're doing it. Number three, ask. Always ask from a position of opportunity and vision, not from task orientation. And so now we're at the point... You got to look at the cost. Okay, the first one's obvious. This is to decide. Okay, okay, I'm I'm agreeing with you theoretically, but when do I delegate? Well, evaluate the cost. Number one, evaluate the monetary cost. We talked about in the last episode. Yep. If you're worth, and it's hard to find your worth, but we talked about that the last step. If you're worth a hundred dollars mm. an hour, whoa, slow down, my friend. Slow down. You're ahead of the game. You're ahead of the game. I'm okay. sorry. You're what? already on number two. Number one is the monetary cost, and I put this in there because it may seem obvious, but I think many people don't even check in hiring it out because they assume it's going to cost too much. It may be cheaper than you think. So is it's literally going to cost 100 bucks to get that done. Are you serious? You could build my website for 500 bucks. I thought it was going to cost me 5000 Okay, so know the Let's cost. Know the cost, the monetary cost. Number two, Ryan Eller is ahead of the game because he's a very, very impressive student. Number two is the actual cost. So... I'm worth $100 an hour, not me, actually. But if you decide what is your worth, okay. I'm worth $100 an hour, and I'm using yes. 100 because it's easy math. Yes. And I love the lawn example. Okay. It takes me an hour to mow my yard, and I got to pay that person $35. Okay. So during this time, if I'm worth $100 an hour, that is a net profit to me of $65. That is correct. And that is the actual cost. That's the actual cost. Now, where it can backfire, if you are worth... $15 an hour. Okay. And you're paying someone to mow your yard for $35 an hour. Yes. Then you're in the hole, $20. That's right. You ought to be mowing your yard. Yes. You ought to be mowing your yard instead of having someone mow your yard. That's right. And the way that you, the the step to creating the actual cost or knowing the actual cost is number three, which is the opportunity cost. Opportunity cost is an economics term, but it basically in simplistic design means what is this costing me in opportunities? What could I be doing if I wasn't doing this? So you know that, okay, well, let's take Ryan's lawn example. I could spend an hour mowing my lawn, or if I'm not mowing my lawn, I could be networking. I could be blogging. I could be 
making something, if you make widgets, you could be making widgets. Whatever it is that you do, whatever it is that you're working toward, whatever it is that is of most value to you, that's the opportunity that you're losing by doing something. So you really want to empower yourself to delegate. Think of all the things. And here's a great activity. List out the things that you could be doing when you're spending time doing something that you could have delegated. Well. That'll really encourage you to delegate. Your mind initially might go to, I could be doing these other things to make money. Mm-hmm. That's where your mind sure, might initially in business, go to. Yes, absolutely. But on a personal level. Take it there. Your mind should go to, like we said, I could be hanging out with my family. Absolutely. And yep. if I truly am living in quadrant, I could be doing quadrant two activities, things that are not urgent, but really are beneficial to me in the long term. I could be exercising. I yep. could be spending that time painting because I love to paint. Yep. I could be spending that time gardening because I like to garden. Or I've yeah. always wanted to do these things, but I can't do it because I don't have enough time because I won't pay somebody to mow my yard. Ryan, that's why I started paying someone to mow my yard. It wasn't because so you could of, garden? it wasn't because of the actual cost. No, no, the family example. Sorry, you gave these other elaborate examples. Because of the family example, I looked at the opportunity cost and it weighed so heavily to me because I, I was working. But at that time, if you remember, I mean, I, there was a time I'm, I'm paying for my lawn and honestly, monetarily, probably wasn't worth the value. You know what I'm saying? From a strictly dollar standpoint and an actual cost, it probably would have been more financially beneficial for me to mow my own yard. But the opportunity cost of spending that extra time away from my family was not worth it. And I could afford it. So I did it. So you got to look at the opportunity cost. Number one is the actual, the, the excuse me, number one is the monetary cost. It's going to cost me $100 to get this thing done. Number two is the actual cost, which goes into how much your time is worth. Number three, the opportunity cost. Those things that you could be doing. Number four, the time cost, which once again ties into the actual cost that you described, yes. number two. But I think sometimes we take on a task without simply thinking, okay, like, okay, let's take an example you and I have done in the past. How many times have we done something? We go, gosh, this took me a lot longer than I thought it was mm-hmm. going to. This took me a lot of man hours. Yeah. On the front end, do yourself some due diligence. And I'm speaking, I'm preaching to the choir here right now. I'm, I'm, I'm pointing the finger right back at me. I'm guilty of not, I'm just diving headstrong into something without going, this is actually going to take me 20 hours to complete. I'm going to have to work on this for 20 hours. And sometimes we don't think of it that way because often these projects we do, you know, it, w- we wake up early to do them. We stay at work late to do them. We're doing them in between. We're getting them done in these pockets of two hours here, an hour here, three hours here. And when you add it up, it costs a lot of time. So consider the time cost. And finally, consider the passion cost. If you go back, if you're an avid listener and you remember the car metaphor, has three parts. You got your purpose, which is the road. You got your car, which is the medium by which you are accomplishing your goals. And then you have the fuel, which is your passion. We believe passion is the fuel that keeps you going. Aside from money, aside from time, there are some tasks that just take an emotional toll on you that it is not worth it. Ryan, you got any tasks like that? Uh, yeah, a lot. All the, if you, the, well, minist- the are you talking about the some of the administrative tasks we have to do? I'm, I'm, yeah. It could be anything. I just know there are some people that if you look at all these costs, remember because we're answering the question: When should I delegate? The actual cost, the monetary cost, the opportunity cost, the time cost. I think people get, but I think people 
underestimate the emotional toll. There are some things that it may be expensive, but it's worth it because of your the emotional toll it's going to take on you, the passion that it's going to drain. It's worth it's worth getting it done elsewhere. So these are the costs, Ryan. What do you think about those? I think I think that I need to delegate more. We spent three episodes, and I never want to come from a position where it's like, hey, Eller's got it figured out. And the people that know me know better. But when it comes to delegating, I have taken on responsibilities and continue to do responsibilities I should not have done because it's not worth my time, and I haven't evaluated the cost as much as I should have. All five of those different areas, it was just last year when I started having some of them of the yard, but I'm still doing I'm still doing our books. Mm-hmm. I'm still doing our yeah. books. It's not my strength. I don't enjoy doing it, but I'm still doing it. And someone could be doing it for only a handful of dollars a month. And that responsibility would be off my shoulders. And I could free up that time to be doing something else. So I need to, res- I need to delegate more. Well, here's what I'm taking away in creating this. Obviously, like Ryan said, we don't have it all together. But I really took some time to think through what we mean by delegate. And I think that sometimes it's just this word that's somewhat arbitrary that we don't really consider what it means. But hopefully you've th- hopefully we've given you some more resources to think about, well, where can I delegate? How do I delegate? And then today, talking about the actual cost and breaking it down in such a way that makes it tangible for me, for you. Hopefully you've been able to wrap your mind around where we're going with this delegation concept to say, you know what? It's worth it for me to delegate. Not only is it worth it for me to delegate, but it's going to be better for me holistically, and it's going to help other people. I can create opportunities by delegating. You can empower people. You are a leader. You can do great things when you live your list. Thanks for listening. You guys are awesome. No, you're awesome. You are awesome. Sir, you are awesome. Seriously. Eller and Murr want you to continue the conversation on Twitter at hashtag LiveYourList or online at LiveYourList.org. Well, see you later.